Right now it's 6.15 p.m., but it feels like it's a million o'clock. Hi, everybody. My name is Jordan Reed. I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. Each week we talk about things like cryptozoology. Why'd you get so dark so early outside? Urban legends. Is it a million o'clock? Ghost stories. What time is it up in here? Anything spooky related. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Every single week since it started to get so dark so early up in here, Lindsay and I will research a topic separately of one another. Lindsay will go to where it's daytime and I will go to where it's nighttime and scary. And then we reconvene inside of our home and discuss what we've researched with each and every one of you and each other. And this week I'm dedicating my portion of the show to all the creatures that come out at night. I will re I will dedicate my portion <laughs> of the show to all the creatures that come out in the day. Do you think honestly, I know that everyone associates nighttime with spooky creatures and daytime with like birds, but what do you think do you think there are more creepy creatures IRL at night than there are in the daytime? Maybe. I no, I just think they're different creatures. Like I think if you always were a nighttime person and then you went into the daytime, which was unusual for you, Mm -hmm. you would be like, wow, there's a lot of unusual creatures out. What are all these like flying mice? Oh, birds, you call them? What are all these people like running? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because I guess spiders are out kind of all the time. Yeah. Coyotes... They like to do nighttime stuff, but they're not that scary. They're just loud. Thinking about coyotes, okay, think about this. The only time you really see them in the daytime is usually like squashed on the side of the road. What's scarier, seeing them at night alive or squashed on the road? Probably seeing them them in the daytime squashed is scarier. So that's pretty terrifying. Hey, guess what, Linz? Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you for entertaining my very dumb thought. Mm -hmm. It's episode 139. Okay. So what I'm going to do, I'm holding holding myself to it. From here up until episode 150, I'm going to read the angel number for the episode number. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, saying I will do it, I will probably forget to do it. Yeah. Yeah, You know what? I will forget for sure. But it's fun to play pretend right now. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Hey, we're going to do this really cool thing that we thought of, but we'll probably forget about it. And we're going to do it once. (laughs) uh, Angel number 139 is a message to do with you, your life. Uh, I'm going to, oops, angel number 139 is a message to do with your life purpose and soul mission. Soul mission is the name of my alternative rock band that I also have on the side. So that's Mm kind of interesting. And you are to pursue your spiritual interests, ideal career and life choices. Angel number 139 is a message from your angels to continue visualizing and taking action towards pursuing your spiritual path. That sounds nice. So it's about your spiritual path and your career? Just going and getting it, you know? Okay, all right. I feel like most angel numbers are always like, go for it, or listen to your chakras. I feel like that's always usually what the angel numbers are. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it kind of could relate to my topic. Oh, okay. Maybe. Well, I'm just trying to see like if maybe it relates somewhere. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess it kind of relates to a lot of stuff. Yeah, I think it's kind of like a horoscope where they're just like, hey, you might have some financial trouble this month, but it's like everybody um, usually has financial <laughs> trouble. So, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Or it could be dealing with like, you know, going for it and pursuing your dreams. You had the idea this morning while I was away to have buffalo chicken wraps for dinner. Yeah. And we pursued it. And you know what was really good? We those. ate it. We ate them. And yeah. I was like, let's put cucumbers on those things. I'll make some guacamole. Yeah, wait, oh, side note. Yeah? You went to get things to put in your wrap, and you came home with cucumbers and pickles, which I thought was funny, <laughs> because it's like, <laughs> you know, vinegared ones or not vinegared ones? Yeah. Do you want spicy cucumbers or regular cucumbers? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, this show is about the paranormal. Is vinegar spicy? Well, I guess if you're... It's zingy more. I think it's a little bit of a zip-zap zing. <laughs> <laughs> cucumbers i mean vinegar is zippy yeah it's not spicy it's zippy it's zippy it's it tastes pinchy. like it tastes like how i think in cartoons if you ever were to see someone eating a battery that's how it would taste yeah but like in a good way though yeah like zippy like ooh, can't mm-mm-mm Mm, Duracell. Mm, yeah, ooh, Duracell. They didn't even sponsor us to say that. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks, Duracell. Okay. Hey, really quick, at the top of the episode, I want to say that we, the Scavengers Network as a whole, has a Patreon where you can donate, I think it's $2 a month up to like $55 million a month. Yeah. And you know, you get certain things for each of the levels that you're going to pay for. But I believe at the $2 a month level, at the entry level, you get a bunch of super cool and usually kind of weird and wacky bonus content. Like little side episodes people have done, spur of the moment episodes of we podcasts do a lot people of have done. Random bonus content all the time. We do, and we just recorded one that with uh, Mason from WIDK and Ty from Side Character Quest. That's going to be on there. It's basically all the bonus content stuff is basically for an excuse, at least for us, to just kind of have an idea and do it and it makes no sense whatsoever but if you want to hear any of that stuff you can become a member of the scavengers network patreon it's patreon.com slash the scavengers network and you're not only getting access to a bunch of cool bonus content you get to support i think there's like 10 shows on the network now a whole bunch of really good shows yeah they're all great and if you like donate more than like two thousand dollars a month like you get to come live with us yeah it's weird because that's kind of one on there like if you can pick and choose it's like donate two thousand dollars a month but just to jordan and Lindsay, and you're actually paying like all of our rent and all of our bills and like all this stuff it's like really weird but it's like so cool yeah like we have two extra rooms you get to pick which one i mean one is going to be less comfortable because it does not have a bed and it has our recording studio and the other one has a bed but it also has a loft so there might be a ghost living up there i don't know Mm -hmm. or you could like keep all your toys up there (laughs) you can probably put your toys up there (laughs) okay well i need to start this episode off oh also thank you so much to everyone who listened to last to our last episode with matt stevens uh ex-professional cyclist and now professional cycling commentator and bike person and all-around wonderful human being that was such a special episode for us and thank you to everyone who listened thanks you thank you to everyone who called and left a voicemail that was just such a nice little treat i didn't want to bring it up but do you think he had a little bit of an accent? Ooh, it's hard to tell. Or Alabama? I think it's Alabama. Either Alabama. Or Menor, Ohio. Or Menor, Ohio. <laughs> I think it was Menor, which is spelled mentor, but we say Menor. 
because we're lazy. I have to bring this up and w- welcome to my portion of the show where I'm where I'm again is dedicated to all the creepy crawlies okay. that live that live outside at night. Mm-hmm. Everyone's been sending us tweets because it's been happening and it's people are, you know, talking about it. All those monoliths that are showing up everywhere. Yeah, they're kind of popping up everywhere. But I thought there was a there was an artist group that stepped up. Oh, is that just it? That's just all it is? Oh, did I ruin your topic? No, because I didn't do any research. I just didn't know if that was... I thought... I was like, oh, this might be nice. We could probably play pretend over the monoliths a little bit. But I guess... Let's just... I think it's just an artist group that is doing it. I don't know why they're doing it, but I saw that the other day. Okay. Well, I think in sticking to our show and never doing research or anything, let's move right past arguably one of the biggest topics in the last three weeks. Let's just brush right past it. Uh-huh. Because, well, I'm actually really glad that that was like a two-minute thing and not the whole episode (laughs) now i told you i think it was yesterday or two days ago that you and i got an email at our spooky spouses email which is spooky spouses cast at gmail.com you can email us whatever you want pictures of your dog pictures of your ghost i don't care Mm -hmm. but we got an email that is so it's easily the scariest email that i've ever gotten personally and that for sure you and i have ever gotten to this account Okay. I screenshotted it because I didn't want to lose it. And it kind of has to deal with maybe some topics we've talked about before. Uh, but this is this is the entire email. This is it. It's okay. painfully short, which makes it scarier. Just in case, I'm not going to say the person's email address. But the email, uh, I guess, service it was from uh-huh. was at email.cz, which I believe is like... The email service of the Czech Republic. Okay. Okay. So I was like, okay, spam, obviously. Okay, so scammer, right. Probably scammer. The subject, in all lowercase, just says, help me. Oh. (laughs) Well, that's disturbing. Yeah. And it's all lowercase. Yeah. It just says, help me. You didn't open it, did you? I did. I screenshotted it. Well, doesn't it like lead to spam stuff? There's no links. There's literally nothing except for four words. Okay. Can you guess them really quick? Please help me. One Thanks. More. Thanks. Is that it? <laughs> no. Oh. Please help me. Thanks. And then a kissy face emoji. No, the well, subject that count is as a word. The subject is help me. Yeah. And the and the contents of the email, four words, it just says, I need time travel. That's all okay. that's all the email is. There's no punctuation. Uh-huh. Everything is lowercase. I need time travel. Okay. So does that mean that this person is in a place where or this I, we we don't even know if it's a person really if yeah. this if if the email sender this entity is in a place where they need to do some time traveling to get somewhere or if they have done time travel and now they're in a and now they're in a position where they're like well crap sorry but crap yeah i use my one time travel i need to get back to where i was or i i messed up i need i need time travel now because they're they they need help. I mean, that's the email. I just screenshotted it. Help me. I need time travel. <laughs> I don't like that. They need it. Do you want to hear something even creepier about that email? That's gonna blow your mind right now. Okay. Is I didn't know that ex- email existed. Yeah. Until you just told me. Yeah. And my topic this week was almost about time travel. 
Looks like someone needs time travel. <laughs> <laughs> I changed it at the last minute because I was like, I don't know if this is really interesting enough. Did you change it because you don't need time travel? I don't need time travel. This person need time travel. I know, but what do you think? This, you what know, do you think this is even about? It's probably just a spam email, but it's like because both of us research weird stuff that maybe that's what it. I mean, you're on Reddit a lot. I, but not as much as you think. I think if you only really interact with us on this show, it seems like I'm constantly on Reddit. Yeah. But spoiler alert, there's there's a lot of hours in a week, or given our track record for releasing episodes, there's a lot of hours in a week and a half. So I'm on Reddit maybe tops 45 minutes total out of yeah. the time it takes to release episodes. That's just such a weird spam email because there's no links or anything. So it's like... Well, Hopefully it didn't even didn't like do anything. Well, my phone has been extremely warm, <laughs> but but I it, it didn't even go to our spam folder. And like what's what's funny is that we've gotten some spam emails that have gone to our spam folder. Yeah. Where it says, greetings, sir or madam. I'm the prince of wherever somewhere in the some uh, underground cavern in the Netherlands. And I here's my here's five thousand dollars. Right. But this one right to our inbox. Help me. I need time travel. Did you try to Google that email? I Googled where it was from, and it's the Czech Republic. Okay. And that's it. Hmm. I need time travel. Hmm. I also, because this email is so vague and so weird, and it is kind of related to our show, Yeah, it makes me so excited. It makes me nervous. Me too, a little bit. I'm not like excited for someone reaching out to us that like might actually need to travel yeah like i like people calling in and saying like hey if you were to time travel to any kind of drink what drink would you time travel to now Lindsay, what you know what do you mean by that it's that's the thing is it never makes any sense and then it's silly time and it's giggle time but that email is like no what is that Hey, Spooky Spouses, I act, I went trick-or-treating and all inside all my candy wrappers were raw shrimp. What do I do? Do I wrap them back up or do I just eat them like they are? <laughs> <laughs> but this one, they need time travel. I don't like that email. Well, uh, Did if, you delete it? I don't know if I deleted it. I screenshotted it at least. Yeah. Let me see if I deleted it. I don't think I did. No, it's right there. It's still the first one in our in our email. I think you need to get rid of it. I mean, you screenshotted it. You have it. I think it's time for it to go. You know what's honestly scarier than that email? Huh? The amount of emails we get from nuts.com saying like, you're going to love these dried apricots <laughs> because we put in a few orders with them. Maybe that's what happens if you don't order from nuts.com, which... I mean, also not being paid, but Nuts.com is awesome. I so love Nuts.com. I, <laughs> I love that place. But we haven't ordered from them in a long time. So maybe they're like, send one of those creepy cryptic help messages. And then maybe that'll influence them to order more uh, maca powder for their smoothies. <laughs> for their time travels. Maybe it'll, maybe that'll, maybe that'll uh, convince them to order more cacao nibs. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I don't really know. That's what we got from them uh, or from whoever sent that email. I need time travel. Yeah, I don't like that at all. I okay. don't know what to do for you. I'm, <sighs> I don't know. We did an episode where you talked about people time traveling. So maybe, yeah, I don't know. Listen to that episode. We probably won't be able to help you. No, I know we won't because I forget everything about what you just said in the episode that we did. But 
There is also an episode about jumping dimensions by looking in a mirror. You could find a mirror unless you time travel. But again, unless you time traveled far enough back in time to where there are no mirrors, but there's Internet somehow, or at least Mm -hmm. there's like some really good 5G or you time traveled so far into the future where everyone looks the same and they're they're basically cyborgs. So there's no need for mirrors anymore. Right. I don't know what to tell you. I don't really know. Yeah, I mean, if I have to assume if they need help, I'm I'm assuming they jumped into the future because in the past, even though like you didn't live in certain time periods, you know a little bit about them. Mm. So I don't think it would be. And if like you have a way to email, then that means you're not in a time period where it's like you don't know much about it all. It's like, yeah, maybe you're in the 40s, which it's like, yeah, not great. There's a lot of crime, but... Like just in the 40s, not the 18, not not the 19, just the 40s. It's the 40s. I'm in the year 43. Like 40 years old. You're just 40 years old now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know. Well, the 40s, you didn't have internet either. I don't know. So you're obviously past the 80s. So you... Wait, which 40s? 1940s. Oh, I thought we were talking about just the year 40. No. Oh, okay. Because you don't have internet. Not, neither in the 1940s. I know. That's what I was saying. Oh, okay. So I'm saying you're at least like not back then, like you're at least above 1980s, which it's like the 80s and 90s were kind of cool. I would like to think that they time travel, but their phone still works. Either way, I think that they're in trouble. But then they need an outlet to plug in their phone and you know that's different. I need time travel. Also battery. (sighs) Need charge and time travel. Well, I don't like it. I was very excited to get that email. I thought it was great. And that's it. And I actually saw the email when I just got done running outside and it was very cold. And it was also like really fitting and fun. Okay. <laughs> okay. Great. Cool. Well, I actually have... Uh, well, yeah, we have time. I actually have a scary story. Oh. Yeah, weird, right? That's surprising. It's really surprising that you had a scary story this week and I almost had time travel. Yeah. It's very opposite. Freaky Friday. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. Yeah, but it's Monday. Today's Monday. Yeah. We're probably releasing this Tuesday. Maybe. Freaky Friday. <laughs> okay. This is from the subreddit Paranormal. And it's by Reddit user Dignified Fruit. Dignified underscore fruit. Mm. So I'd like to think like a dignified fruit, like a satsuma, the little citrus, but they still have the leaves on the top. That's a dignified looking fruit. Sure. Dragon fruit, kind of dignified looking, silly looking. That's kind of funky. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess that's the most dignified fruit I could think of. Okay. The story is strange, quote unquote, person on Highway 22 near the Oregon coast at night. Hmm. Was that the haunted highway? I think it might have been. Or that was like, was like one or something. No, it was like, I thought it was like 80. I thought it was you like 60,000. You just go through a lot <laughs> yeah. of numbers, but because <laughs> really. there's one that the bandage man lives on. Mm-hmm. That's, That's true. the haunted one. Yeah. We drove on it. No bandage man. We saw a guy with a shopping cart, didn't we? But no yeah. bandage man. Shopping cart guy, no bandage man. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, here's the story. It's actually pretty spooky. Okay. Okay. I'm ready for it. I feel I should preface the story with the statement that I am usually a skeptic when it comes to paranormal stories, albeit an open-minded one. I never had an experience I would truly say was paranormal until this one. I have searched for hours on Google attempting to find a similar story from someone else and have had no luck. What really stands out for me is that there is an energy or feeling that accompanies the experience, and even remembering it still gives me this feeling and goosebumps. 
Now, no one likes to have goosebumps. This is not something I normally experience, and most people that know me would probably be surprised that I would be spooked by much of anything. I'm a veteran, and I've spent years since leaving the military working in emergency rooms. Why does this story have to start off like when you try to find a cookie recipe and there's like a whole life story and like exactly what a cookie is and like, you know, things that you can put in the cookie and then it gets to the recipe. Well, it goes on. My my great aunt and uncle and I used to make these chicken meatballs, gluten-free breading. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It does kind of go and go, okay, I'm just yeah, going to skip to it. A couple of months ago, here's the story. Ready. A couple of months ago, I was driving with my wife down a rural highway in Oregon, returning home from a road trip to Crater Lake. I've been to Crater Lake and it's very pretty. It's very spooky. Very cool, though. That's all I wanted to say about that. We live on the coast, and the highway we were taking to get back is very curvy as it winds through the Cascade Mountain Range. It was dark as ink. Okay, just dark outside. And probably about 11 p.m. We were driving along, and I was watching the road, going about 45 miles an hour. We round a bend, which makes me slow down to about 45. I thought you already were going 45. And just as we were getting around it, my wife suddenly says... Look out, there's a person. It takes me a second for some reason as I let off the gas, then I notice them. Crouched near the side of the two-lane highway, on my left side, it's a person wearing what looks like gray baggy sweats and a reflective vest. At least they were wearing the reflective vest, I mean... For safety. Yeah. Also for fashion. True. Reflective stuff's kind of cool. Don't you think so? It's kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, I mean, it's fun. Yeah, it's like a fun thing. It's like, hey, uh, look at me. Well, it's like if you get your picture taken and there's a flash, then it's kind of like a surprise that you can only see after the photo's been taken. Like, whoa, reflective. It's yeah. like a, it's a secret in plain sight. Right. Okay. This is an easy 20 miles either direction from civilization and is heavily wooded. <laughs> think Oregon Coast Forest. Well, yeah, well, that's where you are. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> okay. I was eating I was eating this I was eating a meatball. Think round ball of meat. <laughs> okay. I begin breaking and instantly the figure stands up, faces us, and begins jogging directly at the car. Okay, does this person need help? I don't know, but they're not running, they're not walking, but they're jogging. Okay. I picture like the speed of someone trying to cross uh, a crosswalk when they maybe have like three seconds left. Mm-hmm. Not hurried, but just moving a little bit. I'm getting there, yeah. It felt like electricity in the air when they faced us. Their head was flopped to the side, like their neck was totally limp, and their mouth was wide open. Zombie. Y- yucky. Yucky alert. Yeah. They appeared to have gray hair, and their arms and hands were held up to their chest with their wrists curled. Their legs didn't seem to be working right either as they hobbled at us. I thought they were jogging, like a fast hobble. Well, maybe they thought it was a jog, but really it was like a zombie shuffle. Like a scurry. I think, Everybody like, do that zombie shuffle. Zombie shuffle, zombie shuffle. <laughs> brains, brains, brains and brains, zombie shuffle. Eat your brains. <laughs> then it hit. This primal-like feeling of dread Like my subconscious knew something wasn't right. I couldn't fully focus on them as the car was still moving and I had to steer. But my wife was looking right at him. My first thought normally would have been to hit the brakes and see what was going on 
as once again, this is literally miles and miles from town, but there was this feeling of dread in the air, and time almost seemed to slow down. At that moment, I hear my wife say, don't stop, just go. Instinctively, I accelerated. Well, it wasn't instinctively, because your wife said, go hit the gas. Mm -hmm. Hit the gas, buddy. As we sped up, this person, quote-unquote, was jogging, quote-unquote, right at us and must have come within a foot of running into the side of our car when we went past them. We rounded the next bend and I looked at my wife and just said, What the heck was that? Now they said the H-E double hockey sticks word. Right. But I said, heck. Oh, the quote continues. What the heck was that? I should turn around. Who the heck jogs out here? What was wrong with their neck? That was all the person. My wife just looks at me and says, don't go back. I don't know what that was. I told her I couldn't look directly at them for as long as I was focused on the road, but described what I saw, and my wife confirmed that she saw the same thing. She said that when they came up to the side of the car, they were staring right at us, and my wife looked them in the eyes, but they didn't have any pupils, and their expression stayed frozen with their mouth open. So, like, just blank eyes? Blank eyes. No iris? No pupils, at least. Well, were their pupils just so dilated that... They were either super dilated or just... Not there. Not there. Okay. Which, you know what I say to that? Yucky. Yeah, it's not awesome to see. No. But, you know, contacts exist, you know. Put your favorite pair of fun Halloween contacts in, go for a jog in the middle of nowhere. Like Wes Borland from Limp Bizkit. He would always wear those silly contacts. Yeah, I didn't know that. And play, did it all for the nookie. Cool. (laughs) Limp Biscuit. Hmm. You know, I've been hearing a lot about Limp Biscuit in the past week, and that's weird. Okay. okay I'm it's keep weird going. that you've been hearing about it and then you brought it up. Well, no, I've been hearing Don't about Limp Biscuit. Like you're a psychic. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a psychic. It's okay. just weird that, like, online or other places, I've just been seeing Limp Biscuit oh, a lot. Gotcha. Yeah. You've yeah. been just seeing it a lot. Yeah. Okay. I haven't just been thinking about him and then said it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we scoured news stories and I even contacted authorities. They advised no one was reported missing or hurt in the area where they were. Right. I still get this strange, intense, electrified feeling anytime I think about them, as does my wife. Anytime I talk about them, I am compelled to refer to the person, quote unquote, like they're not sure if it was a person or not. All I know is it wasn't right. We have now coined them the floppy headed jogger. That's not a very good name. No. Anyone else experience something like this? And then someone uh, underneath says, I live in Washington and travel to Oregon often. I've seen something or someone similar, but they stayed crouched down and kind of ran at our car, hunkered over. Hmm. So they've, yeah, done the same thing, except they were still kind of bent. Not going to lie. I kind of peed myself trying to drive away. That's fine. We've all been there. Yeah. I don't even have to see anything scary. Make a little pee pee. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Well, that's interesting and weird and creepy. Yeah. That would be creepy. The one thing is like, why would you ever think to go back? Like, that's just like a movie trope where you're like, you don't do that. No, never. Just call police and be like, there's someone out there and have the police go deal with it. Yeah. Yes. Or like, why didn't the police go out there? I don't know. Maybe they're busy doing like, like coast stuff. They or they be- heard the story and they're like, I'm not going out there. No way am I not. You said <laughs> you saw... Someone in a reflective vest and gray baggy sweatpants with no pupils, with a weird floppy neck and curled up arms that were sc- was scurrying around. 
I'm not going out there. Yeah, if it was someone dead, I mean, it could easily, I think about the heavily wooded areas in Oregon as like a lumberjack kind of person. I mean, it could have been like the ghost of... Paul Bunyan's. Wasn't Paul Bunyan a lumberjack guy? Yeah, but he wasn't in the Oregon coast, was he? Probably not. I don't know. I, we're, I was just joking around. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't being serious. <laughs> <laughs> he threw me off with Bunyan. Yeah, I don't know why that one threw you off so much. Yeah, he had that bowl. Yeah, see? Yeah, it was blue. all just a big play pretend joke. Yeah, uh-huh. but maybe it's a ghost of a lumberjack. Could be. Or a construction worker. They work on the roads. I'd like to think it's like some sort of fashionable or fashion forward alien. Hmm. That maybe got stranded. That's why it's scurrying and its neck is all weird, but it's wearing the reflective vest. Because he's like, people think this is cool, right? It's like alien fashion. It's like, well, this is great. People already down there, they love seeing reflective clothing, especially like when you take a, like a, like a picture with flash on, then you don't realize until after you take the photo. Right. So I'm like, that's neat. We already do that up here in our alien planet in Bleep Blorp. So yeah. I'm going to go to Earth. And then they got stranded. Now they just terrorize passerbys maybe so you think it was more alien not ghost or zombie i think it's some weird otherworldly thing i think of the no pupils and the mouth agape and the but they said it did look human yes which aliens do kind of look human they could i guess if we're thinking of aliens as being like you know those types of aliens right yeah weird right well that's a creepy story you and i have driven up and down the coast multiple times we have and it's there, there are some areas that are woods for days, I'd say. Yeah. I would hate to see something out there at night. Yeah, no thanks. That doesn't sound fun at all. No. Okay. Well, well Lindsay, thank you for listening to my scary story. Yeah, thanks for sharing it. You're welcome. I mean, it wasn't mine, but I found it online. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's okay. Okay. Well, let's go to the haunted housekeeping zone and uh, talk about some stuff, and then we'll come back and talk about more stuff. Okay. Sounds good to me. Okay. Cool, dude. We will see each and every one of you in the Haunted Housekeeping Zone in three, two, one. Well, yeehaw, saddle up, partners, and hop on your haunted, headless horse, and welcome to the Haunted Housekeeping Zone. Why don't you come along with us? If you have any questions regarding haunted, headless horses, a cryptid that you once saw and behind your house. Maybe just a cupboard that keeps talking to you. If there's a particular pair of shoes that when you put on, you see nothing but ghosts. Or an Ikea table that you just can't seem to put together by yourself. If you're dealing with any of these things specifically, or anything just kind of spooky and unexplainable, and you want to ask us about it, or even just tell us, you can. You can call our haunted hotline, the The phone number is 803-816-2667 or 803-816-BOOZE. That's the scarier number, and I like that one better. That's fine, and that's just Lindsay's preference. You can call our haunted hotline or text it any time of day or any time of night, and please don't worry, it will go directly to voicemail so you don't have to talk to a human being at all. We'll do our best to give you probably mediocre advice, or maybe you just want to have us talk about it. We can talk about it. Again, the phone number is 803-816-2667. 
or 803-816-BOOZE. And if you happen to be looking for some really spooky but also extremely fashion-forward pants or shorts or just drip in general, you can check out our friends over at Native Language Clothing. It's spooky cozy season, so why not have spooky cozy drip? Yeah, you can get yourself a really cool hoodie and matching shorts and wear them around your house when you're just, you know, having a pumpkin spice latte with almond milk. They have like Sherpa shorts and they're tie-dye, so it's like the best of both worlds. You can go to nativelanguageclothing.com or check out their Instagram, Native Language Clothing, and do some clicking and some scrolling. And at checkout, you can use the promo code SPOOKYSPOUSES, all one word, all lowercase, and get 30% off your entire order. And that's a lot of percent off. That's a spooky sale. <laughs> yeah, it is. So again, that's Native Language Clothing. Use the promo code Spooky Spouses, all one word, all lowercase at checkout and get 30% off. Say you have your comfy native language shorts on and you're like, you know, I just need a really cool spooky shirt to go with this. You can go check out our friends at DiscountCemetery.com. There you'll find things like Kubrick stuff, the burbs, and don't tell mom the babysitter's dead, which is a super cool shirt. Or you can just literally get a shirt that says cemetery on it. I did. Lindsay did. And it's wonderful. So check out our friends at Discount Cemetery on Instagram, Twitter, or Doc. Our show is a proud member of the Scavengers Network family of podcasting friends and podcasting podcasters. You can go to scavengersnetwork.com and check out some of the other great shows on the network. Or you can go to spookyspousescast.com, do some scrolling around, check out some of our cool merch on there that Lindsay designed. And then from there, you can also check out the Scavengers Network website. Sounds great. And as always, we would like to thank each and every one of you for listening to our show, for supporting our show, and most importantly, for telling people about our show. Thank you, spooky buddies, and stay spooky. And now, here is an advertisement in audio form for a podcast that we enjoy. Toonlink saw Kirby walking into the kitchen wearing a sleep cap. Kirby, did you steal the microwave? (laughs) Oh, hello there, gentle listener. I didn't hear you there. You caught me reading the longest written work in the English language, The Subspace Emissary's World's Conquest, a Super Smash Brothers fan fiction. But let's set that aside for now. To advertise our podcast. Hi, I'm Beth. And I'm Max. And we're the hosts of Fan Ball, a podcast about fandom, their history and culture. The people and things they create. And everything in between. Listen bi-weekly on Wednesdays on the Scavengers Network or wherever you find your podcasts. Welcome back, zombie friends. Good one. New one. Well, yeah. They're never good, but... No, you know, they're all very good. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, because I think it was a zombie. Oh, in the woods? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was an alien. Yeah. Just in case other people thought it was an alien, will you welcome people back who thought it was an alien and not just a zombie? Uh, yeah. Okay. Welcome back, alien encounters. Oh. Is that a word? Encounterers? Encounterers. Yeah, Encounterers. Encounterer. Encounterers. Yeah, that's a word, sure. Sure, great. Like you said, my topic was going to be about time travel, but it was like... (laughs) 
every story that I found online was like, hey, this guy disappeared and then people thought he time traveled and like we have no evidence to back it up. Then they found him in a in a <laughs> JCPenney or something. You can get lost in those department stores. They're very confusing. You have. Yeah, I know. I think it was a Sears. <laughs> and it was terrifying. Um, no, but my topic this week, I guess I'll just jump right in, is uh, weird stories about people that work on night shift. This I like. Yeah, because it's like working night shift is creepy. Working it's- night shift is very creepy. Yeah, and it's there's like the weird out like few hours. I always think between like two and five a.m. Yeah, where it just gets silly. Yeah, I don't know why that is. I think it's just because we are normally are sleeping, so we don't know what's happening during those times. The silly hour. But it's yeah, it's creepy to work a night shift. If anybody's ever had to work night shift, maybe they have a creepy story too. Um, the first story that I have is a zookeeper it doesn't see it doesn't say where he was a zookeeper at Mm -hmm. but that they were just a zookeeper they said sometimes we have to check on the gorillas in their indoor holding which personally i already think that's terrifying yes because gorillas could like crush your body gorillas if they wanted to could punch you in half with one punch yeah they that you would split apart or they could like eat you in one punch. I mean, I know chimps are more likely to attack you, but gorillas are huge. Are they? Are chimps more angry in general? I think it's reported that more chimps will freak out because they're more human-like, I think. I have no idea. I could idea. be completely wrong, but I've yeah. always heard of bad stories about chimps. Yeah, I don't like how you and I never pretend to know anything, and I don't like how we're pretending to know anything about which is the most dangerous monkey. <laughs> well, because gorillas, I'm sure, are very dangerous in the wild. They're but gigantic. Like, but you see a lot. They're only dangerous if you threaten them. Because well, you see people that go see the gorillas, and they are quiet, and they keep their distance, and like the gorillas are chill. They're also dangerous if they stumble across, like... I don't know, like if they find a bunch of knives out in the jungle and they're like, oh, let's keep these and they keep them. Then th- then they're just kind of always dangerous. So they just have knives on them. Yeah. The gorillas? Yes. Oh, for sure. Oh, do they craft their own knives or? No, they find them. Oh. Like a treasure chest. Oh, okay. <laughs> they meet every night and they're like, how many knives everyone got? And they trade them all. And then the so one guy comes back with food and they're like, no, wait, whoa, whoa. We're looking for knives We're now. Knives, not food. We don't care about that. Could you imagine stumbling across a bunch of gorillas in a zoo or just in the wild and you're like, oh, wow, there they are. And then you see them trading knives with each other. (laughs) (laughs) That would be terrifying. Yeah, you would kind of silly. But okay, so they work at the zoo. They have to go check on the gorillas along with other animals every night. Mm -hmm. Uh, To get to the gorillas, you walk down a dark hallway, maybe six feet from their enclosure All you have is a flashlight, and sometimes it's well after midnight, so it's mostly dark. I don't like this. The enclosure is not lit up. It's just they like to sleep like we do. Mm -hmm. But your goal is to check on each gorilla to make sure that they're okay. A fun little game that these gorillas have are they like to scare the daylights out of you. They like to? They make it a game. Oh. So it's a game for them. And if they get you to scream, I've noticed that they all like cheer and wave their hands <laughs> as if they have won the game. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, they love hiding behind walls. 
it almost seems like they get bonus points if they sneak up on you. And <laughs> they will yell and scream very, very loud right next to you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, like this person is like, these gorillas that I watch, it's fun for them to scare the daylights out of you. I, if, oh, I already don't like being scared and I I get scared so easily. Knowing that I was in charge of the gorillas at nighttime. Yeah. I would, I would double up on diapers. I wouldn't, (laughs) it's not like, well, do I wear a diaper? I'd wear two diapers. That's terrifying. Yeah, they've said that none of the gorillas have ever been aggressive or anything. And yeah, they are wild animals. You never, ever know. But it's like a fun game for them. Like they genuinely like laugh it out afterwards. Yeah, no, thank you. That's no, ter- thanks. That's terrifying. No, thanks. No, thanks. I, I was, you and I were watching a video game playthrough of that new game that came out, Visage mm-hmm. or Visage or whatever. And I almost couldn't handle it like a half an hour in. Yeah, you would get scared and yell, oh my God. And then you would freeze your limbs in certain positions. Like if you were playing freeze frame. Yeah. And that's, I guess that's what happens when I get like really scared. Because I don't think I've done that before. But it was like, I was waiting for something else to happen. So I felt like maybe if I kept my body in the pose it was in. Yeah, that you were already in scared pose. So it didn't matter. Yeah, can't get me already scared. I'm already in scared position. That's kind of a good tactic to have. I'm if, like you're in those one situations where they're like, if you can spend one night in this haunted house, then the house is yours. And it's like, well, why would you want to haunt a haunted house? And if you're just already scared going in, maybe you're fine. Or like those those photos from haunted houses that 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 they post around like big scares where then they'll like take a photo and post it online. Mm-hmm. If you just walk through the entire haunted house with your hands up and your mouth open. Ah! <laughs> the whole time then you're already scared and you can't get you 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 can't get extra scared right i always just think about it as like my boyfriend richard iowati um oh richard iowati how he's really really scared of heights but he said one time on a show um because they asked him they're like hey you're really scared of like going up a couple stories but then when you're like up in a plane and stuff you're not scared why and he's like there's just a certain amount of height that it just becomes silly And I think about it for being scared. Like, (laughs) if you're really, really scared, if you just realize how silly, how scared you are, then maybe it'll be okay. Yeah. And if anyone out there knows Richard Iowate, well, will you let him him know that Lindsay's been calling him (laughs) nonstop? (laughs) Um, Okay, so my next story. I worked overnight in a lab to fill in for some shifts. One night, there was a guy at a bus stop at the end of the drive leading to our building. It was an exceptionally weird because no buses were running until morning. He had a backpack on and the whole eight hours he just stood there with his back to the road staring at our building. Mm, Probably not. I pass. Like eight hours of just standing there staring. Well, what were they doing in the lab? Maybe maybe they're Mm. in the wrong here. Maybe this this dude's actually... (laughs) In the right, because maybe they were doing some bad stuff. Maybe. Whenever I see labs or hear about laboratories or laboratories or whatever. You just assume they're doing something shady? I think they're up to no good. Well, like they make vaccines there. Yeah, but like I want, but it's not that they're up to no good. Let me rephrase. I always think they're doing top secret stuff. Well, kind of, because like you think even like high scientific stuff like CRISPR 
yeah. where you can like genetically modify anything you an want. organism. Like that's kind of shady. It's, it's but it's cool. It's really cool, and like I just want to know all the top secret stuff. I want to break into a lab. You're getting really intense right now. There's one there's one building around where we <laughs> live, and I'm not going to say the name, but there's one building around where we live where they almost all the windows are blocked out. And I think and they have a gigantic cooling unit outside that's like two Volkswagen buses big. Yeah. And I think that they have, they're experimenting on human bodies. Yeah, but th- a lot of people do that. Top secret. Okay, so the next story <laughs> I have... Um, that this person, I think they work for a truck company um, or shipping or something like that. Because it just starts out, I watched security cameras for a transport company in Detroit. It was roughly 2 a.m. I'm watching the cameras and I notice a woman in a nightgown standing, also barefoot, at the end of the driveway. The facility is fenced and gated. So she was standing at the end of the fence in like gated part. Like inside the fence part? Yes. So, okay. Well, she lives there. Inside the the whatever company it is, the yeah. transport company. Yeah, that's her house and there on her hmm. property. Uh, I kept an eye on her and she stood there for about five minutes, not really moving, just slightly swaying back and forth. Ugh. Um, There weren't too many people working late that night, but I let everyone at the facility know that there was a woman standing right at the front of the gate. How do you think think this person let them know? Hey, everyone, just want to let you know there's probably a ghost up at the front gate. Uh, (laughs) Carry on. And just in case you didn't hear me, there is a ghost at the front. Yeah. So I really think this person was like, I don't know what I'm seeing, but if it is a woman and she somehow got in here, I just don't want any of the trucks going out to hit her. Like, I want to make it known that she's there we don't know why this is a little weird but she doesn't look (laughs) threatening so yeah so one driver decided that he didn't care and he needed to get on the road um (laughs) when he got to the gate the woman walked in front of his truck blocking him um i watching the security camera immediately phoned the police when i saw her walk in front of his truck he blared his horn then she rushed to the side of the truck and attempted to open his door aggressively. No, 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 no. I saw no. him speed away, leaving her standing there. She kind of toppled over a little and she continued to stand there in one place, not really moving, I would say for about 15 minutes. She eventually walked away and none of us have ever seen her again. Also, the police never showed up. Holy moly. So whether this lady was just like got in and was like trying to attack someone or if they saw a ghost, I don't know. Some weird ghost with poltergeisty sort of abilities, like to open up a car, a truck door. Yeah. Either way, I would, if, if I was in the position of the dude watching the cameras Mm -hmm. and maybe that's like their only entrance and exit to get in and out of that place. Yeah. I would just go, well, thankfully, I thought I had, and I brought a sleeping bag and a pillow, and I'm sleeping here tonight. <laughs> I'm not leaving this place. Yeah. Well, she's already in the gate, though. Well, she's not in the building. That's what I'm saying. Right. But, like, she's still around. So I would sleep there. I would find, like, a supply closet or something, and I would barricade myself in and just sleep there. I would not <laughs> leave. There's no way I would leave that building. <sighs> no way. 
Well, not a chance. I would all right. make sure, you know, you and I, I would Zoom you. We'd have a Zoom good night call. <laughs> okay. <laughs> good night, Zoom. So and you'd then, be willing to give up me and Molly because you were too scared because of the lady in the nightgown. Well, as far as I know, there's no woman outside of our house with no shoes on standing there. Yeah. Blocking trucks. Yeah. <sighs> I'd sleep there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This story is so messed up. This one is? This one is so messed up. Okay, all right. Just to kind of stage it a little bit, this person had just graduated high school um, in 2004 when you graduated high school. That's when I graduated. Surprise, a, a surprise to everybody, but I made it. Okay, so, I mean, it doesn't really make a difference if you envision yourself like just graduated high school jordan or now it's still gonna be scary to me it kind of does because i was probably still like making like matrix references and stuff okay well imagine you just graduated high school and you started working at a truck a truck stop just a few miles outside of town okay just for a little extra cash before you go to college i already know where this truck stop would be it would be in ashtabula okay okay so this person DKM is a Reddit user. I just graduated high school. I started working at a truck stop a few miles out of town. I usually worked evenings, but I had to switch shifts with the the night shift guy. So there I was at 3 a.m. trying to fight sleep. A car pulls into the parking lot and parks. There's a guy in the driver's seat, and he appears to be crying. Mm. I'm close enough that I can see... The driver's seat and the passenger seat very well. The woman in the passenger seat is just staring straight ahead, not moving, no emotion whatsoever. But the dude who was driving was crying. Was crying. Okay. He sat there for 45 minutes to an hour. Just crying. Just crying. The woman did not move at all. Eyes wide open, staring straight ahead, no movement, no expression. Straight up, Linz? Yeah. I hate this. It's I hate terrible. I hate this. It's terrible. What like you what, what would you what would you do? You wouldn't even be able to do anything. You'd have to watch him. Yeah. So oh. he watches him. Obviously, the woman is deceased. Wait, what do you mean obviously? I, I mean, what other explanation is there? Her eyes are open. She's not moving. You just M. Night shyamalan me? <laughs> what? How did you not pick that up? I thought she was just mad. Well, the story's not over. She was... She was. Dis- she had to have been. Do she you know had that, to have been. Are you speculating or do you know that for sure? I don't know that for sure. <laughs> but Jordan, how do you for 45 minutes not blink, not move, Ugh. stare straight ahead? Ugh. Ugh. I, I mean, know. think about it. Yeah. You're dead. She is probably, yeah. Oh, sorry, and I was talking through my hat. That's he's probably not crying. good audio. Oh, okay. my gosh. So now it gets worse. So worse? He, so the person working the night shift is obviously watching them. Phone nearby, ready for like, okay, trying to analyze. I don't know what's going on. So they sat there for 45 minutes to an hour. Then the guy gets out of his car and comes into the truck no. stop. Was he like trying to act like things are normal, like whistling? <laughs> Just getting some water. He grabs a few random items, puts them on the counter, 
the whole time is still looking around, checking for any other people. There's no one there but us, four miles. Then he stares me right in the face Uh, and says, No, no. Says slowly, Uh uh. It's quiet out here, isn't it? So quiet, you can almost hear the angels singing. I muttered something unmemorable. He left. I called the police. She still never moved. <laughs> Are you broken? I, if some, if that like happened. Like she was dead, obviously. Oh, for sure. 100% she, she was, dead. was dead. 100% she was dead. He was crying. Do you uh, think he, do you think he did it? I don't know. <laughs> like, okay, so there's, some, okay, so this is what my thoughts were. Okay. I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. Okay. But I also listen to a lot of murder. <laughs> so Well, say murder podcast. You don't just listen to murder. Oh yeah, sounds. I don't like hear people get murdered. No. I don't enjoy that. But okay, so this is a truck stop miles out of town. He could have very well been taking someone to the hospital. They oh. had passed. He was grieving. Got himself together, knew like, okay, I need to go get something. I have to get back on the road and then I have to get help because this person is gone. Yeah. That's the benefit of the doubt story. What's, my, is, is that the most, is that the more logical of the stories or is that just. That's just my opinion. Okay. What else do you think? My other opinion is, okay, this is where it's weird though. He do, he goes into a truck stop, which. Uh, you know, there are phones in there. And like the guy said, he had his phone. I know it was 2004. So cell phones were pretty a lot of I mean, we all had cell phones. Yeah, I would say at that point, we all at least had cell phones. People were still completely and totally poo-pooing the idea of texting, like yeah. seriously, because it costs like 10 cents right. to send a text. And everyone's like, just call me. But now it's like, why are you calling me? Just text but me. But a truck stop would have a phone. A truck stop would have a phone. And everyone who was graduating high school, at least around our, like where we grew up, had at least like a Nokia block phone, like a block Nokia phone. Right. Yes. So my other, th- th- what is suspicious about this is the guy pulls in and is obviously upset. But he sits there for so long upset. And he doesn't ask for any help whatsoever. Exactly. And he doesn't go in. He doesn't ask for help. He doesn't ask to use a phone. He doesn't ask anything. And it's 3 a.m. And it's 3 a.m. And so, eh, eh. The silly hour. And he says something so creepy that, I mean, yeah, could be something you say out of shock or it could be something you say because you're not quite, you know, a normal human being. It could be something that you say when you maybe murdered someone. Just do some light murder. <laughs> I think this has got to uh, be seriously the most intense 10 minutes of our show that it's ever been. <laughs> ever. Ever. I found And we just came off an episode talking about Bigfoots riding bicycles, and now we're talking about a dude with a dead person in his car who said, oh, you all, I see all you had. It's really quiet out here. I see you're out of Sprite, but well, I'm glad you, you have Slim Jims. you can almost hear the angels singing. That's... Uh, what would you have said? If you were in the if, if you were in that exact situation and then everything led up the way it did and then he said 
his cool line, you can almost hear the angel singing. What would you have said right after that? Like, realistically, I think his explanation of, like, he mumbled something unmemorable and, like, probably dumb, that's probably exactly how I would have acted. Yeah. Because I, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have known how to get my brain together. I probably would have said something like, I've been peeing this entire time. <laughs> well, don't let him know you're scared because if he is a murderer, then he's going to be like, hey, you're easy because you're I, scared. But already. then I would have said, but I always do this at this time. <laughs> I, always... <laughs> I always pee at 3 a.m. I always pee my pants about 3 a.m. If I'm awake and, I, and it stinks because <sighs> I usually work second shift. I don't usually work the night shift and I'm usually in bed. But if I'm awake, I will pee my pants at 3 a.m. Okay, so a third theory. Just came up with it. Third bonus theory? Bonus theory. So to make it like, whatever, maybe it's not even a big deal. She (laughs) is an inspiring actor and she was just playing a dead body and she was like, watch how good I am. Not even going to move. Not even going to blink and all this stuff. And he was crying and upset because he's like, you're so good. It's touching. (laughs) You're so good at acting. Like, I'm going to time us right now. Okay, about 45 minutes to an hour. Okay, I need to go get some snacks for this because this is just inspiring. What? Okay, let's go with that. Mm-hmm. What a weird sentence to say. Hey, you want to see how good I am at acting? Pull into the gas station. You know, well, he was right, obs- he right was before re- that. He was really observing how well she could play a dead body. Yeah. No, I get that. But I just think and it's... He got, he got emotional and started crying. So they pulled over for sure. Because he's like, I can't handle how good this is. Like, I can't drive and cry at the same time. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it's for everyone's safety that he pulled in the gas station. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, um, do I have any fun sounds on my phone I can play to, <laughs> make us, to light us up? Do I have any... Did I delete the Will Smith soundboard? Oh, oh did no. I delete the Will Smith soundboard? I deleted the Will Smith soundboard. Um, here we go. Uh, oh, it's quiet. There's all the goats. That's a bunch of screaming goats. So to sort of cleanse the palate. Those are my stories. Well, Lindsay, you brought the heat this week. Brought the spooky heat. Half court shot. Swish. Basketball. Or, like we talked about earlier, I brought the zing. You know what? Your, you know what? Your uh, last story was... It wasn't spicy. It was zingy. It was zingy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was zingy. It was unexpected. Yeah. We had some scary stories this week. I know. What's going on with us? Ooh. We had a real life creepy email. Yucky. We had We had a presumably real life fashionable alien living in the woods. Yeah. Uh, and then we had, you know... Uh, a terrible car situation at yeah. a gas station. Yeah. I would have quit immediately. Which, okay, out of those stories, which per which thing would you, from most likely to least likely, would you want to happen to you? Okay, I forget all the ones except for the last one. Uh, gorilla, <laughs> oh. uh, nightgown lady, and um, possibly maybe really ridiculously good actor. It was just those three? I felt like there was like way more. Oh, yeah. There was also one about a guy staring at the laboratory building. Oh, I would take that one any day of the week. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, that stare. one, creepy, but yeah. I, I, yeah. Stare at my building, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Stare right at the building. Go ahead. Come back tomorrow. Stare at the building. Right. Um, And then I would, uh, seeing, hmm, and then the second least scary yeah. would be uh, probably the gorilla one, only because I knew I was 
protected by cages and stuff, even though I know they could punch me in half. No, you go into the exhibit. Oh, well then the the woman at the truck the the woman at the truck place or the the, yeah, the transportation yeah, yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. And then the second most no thank you mm-hmm. would be the gorillas. Yeah. And then even though I would like to think they were my friends and we built up a rapport. Right. But and still you named them all. And- named them all. Bippy, Beepo, Bip Bip and Zippy, Zippy and Lil Stink. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember the names? Do you remember their names? Beepo, Bippy, um, Zippy, and Lil Stink. I thought there was also Bip Bip. Oh, there might have been a Bip Bip in there. Yeah. yeah. Lil Stink is the See, rascal. See, I don't have a relationship like you do. Yeah. So, yeah. Can you tell out of, I, even though I said it, do you know which one's the rascal yeah, out of the group? Lil... Little stink. Yeah, little stink's kind of the rascal one, <laughs> and then, and then, of course, by the world's largest margin, I would absolutely hate the last one. Inspiring actor. I would leave the country straight up. I would leave the country for years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd mm-hmm. travel far and wide. Yeah, that would be that would be um, memorable. You know, I wouldn't let anyone know where I was going. I would just leave and they'd be really worried. But then, you know, bonus, I'd come back with a probably a really my palate would be um, more experienced. I'd be like, cool. oh, I've eaten a lot of peppers and spices. Cool. Because I've gone to faraway lands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you can't run away from your scariness. Uh, that one that I memory sure could. was always burned nope, in your... I'm out. Okay. I would leave a note that says, I'm out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> saw, something, saw something crappy. I'm out of here. Gonna take a zappy. A zappy? Yeah. Is that when you travel? Yeah. Unexpectedly? Yeah, jump on a zappy. Saw something crappy, head on a zappy. Yep. Uh, and then I would, an asterisk by zappy, and then I would define it at the bottom, leaving unexpectedly on a very long, uh, but um, thought-provoking journey. Yeah. Cool. Wow. Holy smokes. Okay. Well, we would like to thank Eli Rexford Chambers for writing the music you heard at the beginning, the middle, and the end of our show. You can find Eli on social media at Eli who does music uh, everywhere, basically. He's very nice. He's very sweet. And he has an extra lung. I mean, he has an extra stomach. And, and it, he just had a birthday. He did. Happy, Happy birthday. Happy birthday. We'd also like to thank everybody at the Scavengers Network. You can go to scavengersnetwork.com. There's a bunch of other podcasts on there, including us. You can also donate to the Patreon. Like I said, $2 or $2,000. And $2,000, Mark, you can come live with us. We have an extra room. Um, You'll have to get used to Molly. Yeah, Molly doesn't like very many people. But she'll probably like you if you give us $2,000 a month. Yeah, we'll explain that to her. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of other great shows on the network. There's Side Character Quest. There's Myth Takes. There's The Return of WIDK coming in January, I believe. Blink and you'll miss it. All sorts of fun things. Something Unnatural for the 20s. Unnatural 20s. And they're having a giveaway right now, so buckle up. <laughs> buckle up, buckaroos. <laughs> Something for the whole family. And also, because this is the holiday, we're, we're getting in the holidays, or I think we're in the thick of it now, please check out Jay Meek's Apothecary. I think it's jmeeks-apothecary.com for some candles that burn surprisingly long and they're surprisingly potent and they're very good smelling and tasting, but don't tell anybody. <laughs> There's sage on there you can get, some cool resin incense, and plus, Jay Meeks is just such a wonderful dude, so go check it out. Jay Meeks Dath Apothecary. Oh, I can't say it. Jay Meeks Dash apothecary.com i there will also be a link in the show notes yeah and he has a bunch of new fun things coming soon so check it out 
That's right. We'd also like to thank each and every one of you for listening to our scary stories this week. I <laughs> hope that you can sleep tonight. And I hope none of these things happen to you. Yeah, I also hope they don't happen to anybody listening to the show. And just thanks for listening. Thanks for reviewing the show, rating the show. Only if you want to. We don't, you know, we're not pressuring you. But if you like the show, just listen or tell some friends about it or put write spooky spouses on a bathroom stall, but make it look all cool and like angsty. And if you forget our haunted hotline, which you can call, like I forget the number every single time. I think it's like 803-816-BOOZE. You got it right the first time. That's only because I designed our Spooky Spouses new merchandise, which has the number on it. So if you forget like I do, you can check that out at SpookySpousesCast.com or you could just remember it. That's true. (laughs) Yeah, it's really neat. Lindsay designed us a new shirt and sweatshirt and it's all vintage and retro and cool and neat. Uh, Hey, most importantly, I don't know why we didn't put this at the top of the episode. I know that, you know, for the most part, we like to keep our show, our show, and then we do our other things. But Lindsay just launched her website, her first big, intense, powerful website, kelprabbit.com. It's Lindsay's design company, and it's full of really good things and cool clothes and designs and fun art and all sorts of stuff. Is there anything else you want to say about your cool website where people can go buy stuff and support my favorite artist on earth? (laughs) Um, You could just check it out. I think this stuff's pretty cool. There's an about story. If you want to know where the uh, Kelp Rabbit name came from, it kind of tells you a little more info, gives you a little video. You know, it's like an educational thing. It is an educational thing. And while you're learning, you can wear like a really cool Kelp Rabbit hat. That's absolutely true. So yeah, if you're looking for some super swaggy drip designed by Lindsay herself or even if you're looking to collaborate or commission some cool art check out kelprabbit.com Lindsay did it she's crushed it it's great well I hope everyone has a you know what I hope everyone just has a really good week (laughs) (laughs) I do too things have been scary and rough and I just hope everyone has a really good week this week Christmas is coming up or whatever you celebrate it's coming up it's snowing in Ohio I mean if you're getting some snur it's kind of fun (laughs) (laughs) yeah we hope that whatever you're celebrating that you celebrate it safely and your heart gets a refill on I don't know heart fluid or cookies figurative heart fluid or you eat a lot of cookies or I don't know it just looks pretty outside or something that's just have a great holiday season we're thankful for all of you and just you know be radical be rad Okay, well, until next week, while you're just being nothing but radical the entire time, we will see each and every one of you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Not doing it. Lindsay, how much would I have? How much would someone have to pay you for you to pick your nose and eat it on national television? Just one booger. Mm, I mean, that doesn't gross me out too much. Okay, so like it's still nasty, but like I don't know, I do it for like a thousand bucks. A thousand dollars on national television? Yeah, like it'd be great if I could get more, but like 
Well, I like how you say it'd be great if you could get more. You could, but you said you'd only take $1,000 to do it. I know. That's the lowest I'd go. Yeah, but if you said you'd like to have more, why not say the lowest you'd go would be $10,000? I don't know. I'm bad at negotiations, I guess. <laughs> okay, so how much would it be for you to pick your nose and eat it on national television, and then after you ate your booger that you picked, mm-hmm. you have to go, mmm, that's my favorite. You have to like add or like like a cool know. like a cool catchphrase at the end. Fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. Add extra five hundred for the. Mm, that's great. <laughs> okay. This is gross. What? This is gross. Do you want to say something not gross? No. All right. See ya. Bye. The Scavengers Network. Creator driven. Community focused. Treasured content. PodCube, podcasts from the past delivered to the future. With PodCube's pseudo-linear 4D adiabatic qubit streaming technology, you can select any point in history and record it for personal gain. What was the group dynamic with Australopithecus? What brand of cigarettes did the Spanish Inquisition smoke? Was Leonardo da Vinci a pants guy? Or a shorts guy? You can discover with PodCube. Listen for yourself to the flagship PodCube podcast, Alabaster's Haberdashery, recorded on location in 1880. Simply search PodCube, all one word, in your podcast app or visit poweredbypodcube.com. PodCube, the future is yesterday. Beware.